Episode 47, Infectionately Yours. Welcome to episode number 47 of the Adventures in Lolly Gagging Podcast. I have a bone to pick with all of you. Every one of you. Uh we uh we play a little fast and loose with some uh some healing rules last ep. Uh-oh. Yep. Yep. So uh we uh we cleaned it up a little bit in post, so they didn't hear all the mistakes we made at the very end of that episode. So it's cleaned up. Uh but right now some of you are in a bit of a pickle. Hubert, you're good to go. No problem. Stekis, you're fine. I mean, other than the fact that you two have horrible mutations that might make it difficult for you go to go back into civilized life. Other than that, you two are fine. Lavinia, you're okay. Uh, again, you have a mutation, but it's one that can probably blend in okay. Also, you're kind of a witch lady, and so that's not also very good either. So you're probably not in great shape either now that I think about it. But no, I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about the OGs. The OGs. Uh, we're talking about Bear, and we're talking about Sophia, and how they have infected wounds. So uh, I posted in our Discord what that means. What does that mean? What does that mean again? What's it mean? Um, it healed up. Yeah, it, it means I, I need a, I need a, I need a bandaid. Yeah, you so can't. Not only alcohol. can they not <laughs> get healed up, <laughs> but what? But it means they need to have their. They need to have that infection cured, which we know because we've had infection before, just a few episodes ago. Yeah, I got infected. Yeah, it was it was Hubert. Hubert's runes were infected because yeah. of like a crit fail on a heal test. I think it was. We know that it's bloodletting, etc. But we don't have all the things we need because you need like surgical tools and stuff like that. And you know what that means? It means that that Sophia is stuck at grievously wounded. Is that correct? Or is it seriously? Seriously. Then Bear is stuck. Who's not yet with us tonight? Who's going to be late? Uh, he is stuck at grievously wounded, and. If that wasn't enough, there's a little kicker to this. I'm sorry that I'm smiling so much. In the <laughs> you should really not sound so excited. For every 24 hours that goes by without you getting your infection healed, cleared up, you lose permanently, permanently 1% brawn. And you know where Sophia is starting? Where is Sophia starting? 38. I'm pulling up Bear's Bear's character sheet right now. Bear is- I think that says 50. That's 45. 45. Uh, Willpower is his 50. Ah, okay. He's got really good stats, actually. He doesn't have anything in the four. How'd this happen? I think he cheated. He probably cheated. (laughs) I think it's interesting that we took the time out. Yeah, let's get some leeches. Oh, yeah, we don't have surgical tools. Yeah, yeah. We borrowed them. You borrowed them. I wasn't, it was hers. She didn't want them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you, if and when you get back to Verdum, I said to Lavinia, you can buy some. We'll find some for you. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be crazy. So we are at a position now where you guys are way the hell north, about a week or so uh, north of Verdum, and that's a long way away. So it's going to take you roughly that amount of time to get back. And that's assuming that you move quickly and that you don't run into any trouble, which we know that there might be trouble because between yourselves and Verdum, there's this huge... Army is a stretch, I think, but we'll definitely say a marauder force uh, that like of, of this huge raiding party uh, that last you saw was near the bridge over the Tersh Vela. And you have to get back. And they were raiding all the farms, right? So 
who knows what state they're in? And that was like that was several days ago. That was like a week, almost a week ago at this point, because you all not only did you travel here, but then you had to spend some time here waiting for Cressida to arrive. Then you spent some time uh, with the with the whole tomb thing. And so it, who knows what that looks like now? I'm sure in that time they just ran out of steam and went home. They were like, you know what? We had our fun. I think we're good. You would have seen them. They would have gone past you. <laughs> in case you're in the way. Yeah, they did. They didn't continue and like go and attack Verdum or anything. Who knows? And it's not like, and it's not like that. There's, uh, you know, Mother Ustak in the way, and who knows what else? You're it's just, fine. you're just all ans- asking questions to which nobody has the answer to. Like nobody knows these things. This is really what's going on. Nobody at all. I think we should also share for the audience listening that we did leave this to dice. Um, we did have a conversation about, well, what are the chances that maybe we run into a surgeon or something that has some tools? Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I, we did do a roll. Yeah. And she rolled a 96. Rolled. Melissa did. She rolled a 96. And so, cause I said, if she rolled, uh, she's like, if I, if I roll just one specific number, can we just find surgical tools? And I said, okay, if you roll a one, uh, we'll, oh. we'll find, we'll find a way to give you surgical tools. Honestly, if she would have rolled a 10 or lower, I'd probably given it to her, but she rolled a 96. So that's just fate telling us. They want the two of you to be weak. Meant to happen. So we have some interesting decisions and dilemmas uh, to start dealing with. So let's go ahead and start up. We are, we'll say it's a fresh day. You finished up. You hey, high note. You beat the you beat down the living statue. You got this cool new weapon, this at gear, this uh this northern glaive of some kind that is, you have two martial uh warriors in the party. I'm sure one of them is gonna be able to get some use out of it. And it's cold iron, so it has some special effects to it. But you guys are a really long way away. And you have Cressida, who someone's probably got to carry. Uh, Hubert has been befriending her to some degree. And you have like 10 of these heavy tablets. Now, you managed to put together a sled to pull that. But here's the problem, guys. Every single 24-hour period, one of your stronger members is getting weaker and weaker and weaker. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. So morning comes, no crazy dreams. You guys are good. Morning comes, dawn arrives. It's a light, light snowfall through the night. You wake up, crisp, cold winter air. The sun coming up over the fell rocks to the east. There's a fire flickering. You get your morning food. You see Bear coughing up something that he contracted while he was inside the tomb. He's complaining a bit about uh, some some bit of mm, weakness. You try to examine him, Lavinia. It's, you you know at this point you would know their wounds are infected, yeah. and until you can get and it's it's this is this isn't this is dangerous. So, is there anything you want to do in the morning, or shall we just jump right into wilderness travel? Sophia's going to complain about her headache because she does still have a concussion for the next eight days. Incapacitated for those eight days, meaning she cannot pass skill checks. Can't be your guide unless you just want to fail. Uh, thankfully, I can at least guide us. Okay, I can do that. Okay, we got our guide. Can I do um, a heal test before we get started on myself? I'm not seriously wounded. You want to? You want to bandage yourself up? Yep. Go right ahead. Yep. Go for it. What are you going to say, Hubert? Yeah, I was just going to hand uh, Sophia another tincture just in case we need it for later. Okay. So many Thank drugs. You. So many drugs. So we have a refreshed pot of. Fortune points as well. Uh, so just call out if you want to use one. Uh, that's a success on your heal check. So you're good Sweet. to go. Okay. So who can serve as the survivalist? Ideally, somebody who has a point in survival. 
If you don't, it's okay because at least it's not a special specialty skill. Uh, I can do it. I don't have a point in it though. Okay, that's, that's my fine. lowest stat. I don't think yeah, you want I can't me to do that. Dip. I have survival. But... Stekus, do you want to serve as scout then? Yeah, Stealth. that works. Okay, fair enough. All right. So, are you returning the same route you came, going southward, going over top of the talons? Uh, and I don't then... think we're dragging these things over the top of the mountain. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, buddy. It's going to be hard because remember yeah. you guys climbed up and then climbed back down, which was fine without a cart and without uh Cressida and without these, these stone tablets, but yeah, but we can just take the tablets down like sleds on the other side. Let's reach the top. We don't yeah. want those to break. <laughs> so I feel like we should go through the Northern part of the forest, like towards the, in between the mountains and the, peak so the, you want to, the little uh, ravine red path. on yeah. the east the ravine they've drawn they've drawn paths on our map the, the, the red the red the red path so they don't our listeners don't see that so uh yeah. the eastern side of you're talking about the eastern side of the talons which is the ravine between the talons and where the fell rocks are that is where emma lee went missing that is where you all had your encounter with marauders initially uh and that is where the phc lumber site was over on the eastern side so is that the route we're going? That's the one I vote for. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so then I need the navigator of Lavinia to go ahead and roll her check. This is going to be challenging. So since I have azimuth, it'll be routine for me. You get plus 20 to your base chance. It's still challenging, but yeah. Math kind of works out, but whatever. Oh, no, and I didn't pass. <laughs> uh, okay, so you failed. Do you want to use one of those shiny new fortune points? Get them out of the way really quick. Yeah, I'll use one. Okay. We'll see if this works. All right, go ahead and reroll. Cool, pass. There we go. So as you're heading southward, uh, you pass by the the site of the Waystones once more. Uh, you can see that Cressida, who is clinging to the back of Hubert uh, as she piggybacks him on the way back, uh, she whispers a few thoughts into your ear about... Uh, wanting to someday come back here and get a better look. Uh, she's still maintaining a friendly disposition towards you, Hubert, but she's she's curious and she looks kind of longingly at it. When you head southward, you start veering east uh, through the forest between uh, between the talons and where the waystone site was. And so you start bearing a little bit more easternly. Although the first few hours are a little bit out of sorts, Lavinia, uh, mainly because... On the way up, it was Zofia's responsibility, but you you get your bearings pretty quickly, and you start veering east once you can once you get out of the thicker parts of this this forest, and you can use the the mountains themselves uh, to to set your bearing. Uh, about four hours into your hike, you come across a long, like in jagged crevice uh, that extends about a quarter mile uh, in a southeasternly direction almost in the same direction that you're going. Uh, when you look uh, at its width, it's probably at its widest point as you skirt around it. Uh, it's probably about 60 feet wide, uh, and then it uh, pe- uh, pinches inward uh, at both sides. Uh, when you look down, you can see that there is a lot of burn scarring in some way, uh, where the rock seems to have been torn up significantly. Uh, and it's uh, like some of the some of the vegetation str- looks a little bit strange. Like there's little bits of uh, of like frozen 
frozen plants and bushes and things like that that are showing signs of some sort of acidic or uh, just heat burning uh, that have kind of ripped and scorched the inner insides of the crevice. There's a little bit of a of a decline going down. You'd say probably about a 45 degree angle that slides down into the crevice itself. It'd be a sort of a somewhat treacherous uh, walk down it, uh, but it is it is down there. Why don't you, whoever wants, uh, let's say, roll an awareness test. We'll we'll say as we'll say, scout. Go ahead and roll your awareness test, and one other person, whoever wants to take a peek. Y'all roll as well. Go ahead, Hebrew. I passed. Yeah, both of you rolled really well too, actually. Uh, you when you look down, there is uh, it's a fairly it's about its deepest point. You would probably peg it maybe about fifty or so feet, uh, cut into the ground. Snow does seem to be covering most of it. So it, whatever happened here, whatever kind of ge- geological event happened, probably wasn't too recent. You can kind of see that there's these little striations of rock. At the very bottom, about 50 or so, 60 feet below, uh, they've got kind of a greenish coloring to them. They stand out to you. They look almost out of place uh, when you look this white and brown wall, this 45-degree angle. And at the very bottom, there's a striation of bright green. When you say bottom, you mean there's a floor to this? Yeah. So can you, you, as far as you can tell, you would imagine it might eventually weave together at the bottom, but it gets kind of dark down there, so it's hard to tell. Okay. Uh, guys, down this chasm, there's a layer of color. Let's go take a peek. A layer of color. <laughs> it's definitely different from all the mud and snow we've seen. If you uh, point it out to Cressida, she gets a little giddy. She's like, ooh. She starts whispering into the, into your ear like, Hey, sweetheart, there's some, some valuable, valuable things possibly down there. I know your, your friends don't look too good, but... If you're looking out for yourself and manage to get a few of that uh, rock down there, you can probably sell it for a pretty penny. Uh, I think we got plenty from the tomb. Okay. Whatever you think, you bet. There are certain people who can make some pretty fantastic items out of it. Not me. Not me. Can I do an alchemy test? Uh, From this distance, you would have to probably get a little bit closer. Um... But uh, I'll I'll let you do it at hard just because you're like 60 feet away from this thing and you're just kind of like looking at it. But just yeah, trying to look at it. Okay. Yeah. Fail, man. You can't really tell what it is. It could very well just be a discoloration of sand. It's a it, really pretty rock. It could be gems. It could be little green men squished together. Who knows? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Rats of unusual size. One of the choices is that it might be a small deposit of witch stone. You don't know if it is, but you, it's one of the possibilities. We do have a pickaxe. Yeah, you're going to send the infected Zophir bear down there? No, but if we want to investigate, I can definitely use a partner to go check it out. I think I have enough to drag behind me, thanks. I feel like a couple hours isn't really going to do that much harm and... You know, especially if we've got to buy some surgical tools or something, it may be good to have something to trade or buy with. How are we going to carry it? Wait, Compared to these huge stone statues or tablets that we have, I feel like a little bit of witch stone wouldn't be that heavy. I'll put it in my lap if you'd like. How's that? Your lap? Where are you at? <laughs> Aren't you walking? I'm not pulling you. <laughs> oh, here in, in my imagination. <laughs> 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 She's just no. laying atop. Oh, I, 
<laughs> head a little too hard. My head hurts. I don't want to walk. In answer to your question, Huber, it's probably a, r- a run of uh, maybe six or seven feet. Uh, fairly thin. Yeah, we can just take a stab at it, get some chunks. We are overburdened, but might as well. Yeah, I'm interested, get a little bit. but I'm a little wounded and scared of getting my butt down there. How hurt were you again? Uh, I just got back up to moderately. Oh, that's nothing. Come on. <laughs> I've been sitting on Grievous for like four weeks. Since the guy with it's the damage a, threshold that's higher than six. Uh, like, it's true. It's just a pickaxe and some green stone. What could go wrong? Uh, how difficult is terrain going down here? Uh, I would add, it depends if you have anything that you're using to help you with, but if you're just going to try to walk down there, uh, I would probably ask for a challenging uh, test because it, again, it's about a 45 degree angle. So just walking is going to be somewhat treacherous, especially since there's ice and snow. Uh, if you have something else, if you have like rope or pythons or something like that to help with your, uh, help with your descent, uh, that could make the, the roll easier. All right. If someone has any sort of tools or rope, I will do it. Stuckus, didn't you say you had rope? I do have rope. You're welcome to use it. Uh, okay. So do you want to be his anchor then, Stekis, and hold it, hold the rope as he descends? Sure. Go ahead then, and you can roll an easy. It's more. It's, it's less about strength and more about balance. So we'll call it an easy coordination test. So you try to carefully descend this incline without slipping. I succeeded. Okay. And you're able to very, very slowly, carefully. You get down to this, this bottom of this crevice. And again, it's about 50, 60 feet down. Your rope, we'll say, barely makes it, uh, but you do. Uh, and you look a little closer, and yeah, there's these there's these little striations, maybe looks like three little dashes that makes up this like six-foot run of this bright green coloring. I will take the pickaxe and start swinging. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and roll a toughness test uh, at, uh, I mean, since you're kind of hanging onto a rope, I'll make this, make this challenging. Down in a crevice, hanging onto a rope, swinging a pickaxe, trying to keep your balance while doing so. Not quite. You will go ahead and take 13 points of physical peril just from the exhaustion of trying to do this and keep your balance. But over the course of about an hour, you manage to hack through uh, and get these crude pieces of possibly witch stone, possibly something else, possibly just green rock. Who knows? But you have three of them. All right, Stuckers, pull me up. I got some. I'll pull him up. Okay. Uh, so you go ahead and you pull him up. Why don't you just go ahead and make a toughness test for me at challenging there, Stekis, just to see if you take any uh, peril for pulling him up. Easy peasy. Yeah, no problem. Simple, easy, no issue. Okay, so when you look a little, when you actually show these to Lavinia, Lavinia, you can most certainly identify these as these raw shards of witchstone. Ooh. So Lavinia will go ahead and use some of the extra fabric that she has and wrap them up so that we're not touching them directly. Okay. Just right. We could use that if we find some stones. Okay. Uh, do you give them to Lavinia uh, or do you keep them, Hubert? Yeah, I can pass them over. I don't know what to do with these. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Can I snort them? I, I definitely would not recommend um, doing that with these. All right. So after you, this takes this takes a little bit, a little bit of a distraction, uh, but it adds a little bit of time to your travel, but not too much. Uh, you continue on your way, and you eventually pass by the the same waystone site that uh, Bear and Zofia had gone to months back. 
Uh, this is before Hubert or Stekis or Lavinia were in the party. Uh, but you can see the same place that you've seen before. It's over covered over in snow. It doesn't look like anyone has been here anytime recently. Uh, you can see what you're passing. Cressida is very curious. She's like, I didn't know even know this was here. Uh, can I, uh, Hubert, can, would you more maybe, can we stop here? It's almost, it's almost sunset. Could we maybe make camp here? Just curious. Yeah, I can start searching for camp. Okay. Uh, so who's the survivalist? Is oh, you that was me? me. I thought you were a scout. Oh, you're, you're a right. scout. Go ahead, and no, roll, go ahead and roll challenging survivalist test there, Hubert. Sophia, you're cool with camping here. Oh, I could have failed. So, uh... Let me pull up crit fails again. Yeah, are you actually how is how's how's Sophia doing seeing the sight of her friend going missing? Uh it's probably gonna take a little extra second for her to kind of realize what's going on, you know, because she hasn't quite kind of been all there and kind of was dealing with the pounding headache. Um, but she is definitely going to be distressed um by this. Um and be kind of having a conversation with Bear about, you know, kind of what happened last time and really would have hoped by now that we'd actually gotten some information about what happened to, you know, other members of our party and stuff like that. He, uh, he bites into a turkey leg and tells you to toughen up. So well, that's just because he's Wasn't just as they're like laying next to Emily. And then Zofia was like hiding behind a body, just watching as they got picked up. Yeah. Sounds, yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, pretty much. So while you guys are stationary for a bit as Hubert's looking for a camp, why don't you go ahead and roll your stealth check there, uh, Stekis, as you set your stuff down and go and start doing a little bit of a scout around to make sure this is a safe location. That's a fail. Okay, do you want to re-roll that? Sure. Okay. I'll re-roll that. That's even worse. Okay. So why does it always happen? It's just how this game works. Uh, okay, so... I need all of you as a camp is eventually found. It's it's again, this is just for a night stay. It's not like a make camp. It's you're not staying for an extensively long time, but uh, you're just looking for somewhere to crash for the night and you find a place that's within sight of the waystone area. But as you all begin to settle in, make, you know, make the fire and you see that Lavinia is kind of taking a rest because she's been the one out front doing the navigation and it's been left to Hubert to find the location. Something about your party just can't find good camp spots uh, because a bit through the night, it's just you realize there's no block to the wind. So you're just getting pelted with cold air. Uh, not only that, but there's some precipitation that night as uh, you get a little bit of snow coming down and there's absolutely nothing overhead and you're just getting snowed on. The ground itself is hard and cold. The fire doesn't necessarily kick up. Uh, and in the morning, you all feel like kind of exhausted. And you're not even sure if you even had a good night rest. I need everyone to go ahead and make a challenging toughness test. A fail. Uh, I missed it by three. That's a fail. Okay. Uh, everybody who failed can take 14 points of physical peril. So you get back to moving uh, and a little bit more slow. Uh, on this second day, uh, you put some distance between yourselves and the Waystone site, uh, Cressida pestering you in your ear the whole way. Eventually, you come around to the PHC Lumber site where you all briefly stayed, or at least uh, two of you briefly stayed, where you met Gabriel's apparent girlfriend, uh, Hema Isaac, 
uh, and a few other folks, you can see that this place is absolutely in shambles. It's as if an attack has happened. There's all sorts of leftover broken equipment. You can see that there's some bodies that have been uh, eaten by, you know, chewed upon by various uh, various wilderness creatures that are no longer recognizable, snowed over, frozen. Uh, it's kind of a haunting look to it. A lot of cut down trees. This was an iron grove site, so there's a lot of these little saplings that were cut down. But you can, there's a lot of flatness. There's that heavy, dark fell rock mountain to the east that's casting the shadow over it. Kind of all gives you a little bit of a kind of a strange tingle. Go ahead and make a challenging toughness test. Pass. As you continue to travel, this is uh, kind of a, a strange headache begins to form. Uh, it's kind of uh, deep behind your eyes in the temples. You manage to kind of push it off to the side, not really thinking too carefully about it. Uh, Ashley has figured out why I'm asking her to roll a toughness <laughs> test. But uh, yeah. So you manage to get past the PhD site on your second day. You find another campsite. Uh, again, it's a terrible place. You're in the middle of the woods. There's, It's not defensible. Uh, you lay down uh, for the night. Cold wind. In all sorts of different directions. But you persevere. You wake up the next day. And then the next day. And you travel uh, even further. It's about, we'll say you're third night, your third day of travel near the end of the night where you come across another peculiar site in the woods where you see hanging from the trees uh, on a bunch of different scraggly ropes, you see three wolves that are just hanging there, torn open. You look at them, they've been they've been cut open probably recently as in the last day or two. Uh, you can see that their innards have are gone. You look at the ground uh, underneath where these branches are, a good 10 feet below where they're hanging, and you can see that the ground has been soaked, uh, but nothing seems to remain there, and the snow has begun to cover that soakage. Uh, you look around for any signs of anybody, uh, but any sort of tracks have probably long since been uh, covered over. I want everyone to go ahead, uh, except for the two guys that are indifferent, to go ahead and make a uh, go ahead and make a routine toughness test at the site of this these disgusting three creatures. So Hubert and Steck is your your immune and different. Yes. That's a pass. Okay. So maybe you feel a little bit of a gurgling in your throats and in your stomachs, but you push past it and continue on. Uh, the next day, it's about nighttime when you finally hear the sounds of water and you realize that you are within shouting distance of the Tershvela. And on the fifth morning when you wake up, in the light of day, covered in snow uh, from the night before, you can re you realize that the snow is getting heavier and heavier. And Lavinia and Hubert, you probably would, and Stekis probably, you would, you're worrying maybe that another major storm might be starting to sneak up at this point as it's gradually getting heavier and heavier. You reach the, the river, uh, many of you frozen, weak, etc. And I need Lavinia to make two more of those toughness tests for me, two more challenging toughness tests. Actually, three more challenges. I had one fail, okay. two fails, three fails. Okay. Uh, take three points of corruption. Okay. Uh, so you've reached the river. Uh, you're not at the exact spot where you crossed, but you are a, a ways from the bridge. It's not in sight. Uh, and you know that the bridge is somewhere to the southwest. You don't. What do you guys want to do? How are you getting across? Can we head back to the boat? Or is that not an option? You can certainly try. You spend a decent amount of time that day uh, looking for it, but eventually you do come across uh, as you move up and down the, the coastline. 
uh, of the river, you do find the the boat once more, covered in that snow. That has a hole in it. That has a giant hole in it. Maybe fix it better this time. When you look over at Bear, uh, he is looking terrible. You see his eyes are sunken. Uh, he, of all the people in the party outside of Cressida, he probably looks the worst. He just there's a there's a weakness that he describes to himself, uh, and uh, he also gets really pissed off when you said uh, fix it better and uh, says that he did do a good job, and uh, it seems a little bit ornery as well. But he sits down on the ground and just sort of like exhales out of energy. So, if somebody else wants to attempt it, you're welcome to. Is he so? Is he unable to do anything? Oh no, he's not incapacitated. I am rolling some tests for him. He has already failed. Okay, so he failed too. So he's going to take a grand total of. Uh, I rolled really high. He's going to take thirty points of peril because uh, I just rolled all the things that I just had you all roll. And he's incapacitated then, probably right. He cannot actually do anything. He's just he's given up. He's like he's done. Like I can't do anything. He's weak. So no, he cannot. Oh no. Uh, I'm for breaking things, not that's for fixing a things. To fail. Can we have him do a senpai moment where he like instructs us on what to do? Well, I was the one that gave the instruction last time. Like I did the because you had navigation and because I'm the one that failed. I crit failed yeah. mine, and so when I told yeah. him what to do, I told him poorly. Yeah. So if you want to ask me my advice of what to do, I can roll a flip to fail for that. Well, no, it's not even that. I have navigation, if anything, but it's tradecraft is a what we need let's try to craft for him i'll take navigation it's fine to make something seaworthy I'll, I'll accept that as a check but both bear and and zofia are incapacitated unless you wanted to pop that tincture well, if she's incapacitated she would have failed that toughness test right that's true thank you someone being honest understanding the rules not melissa who plays in two of these viander games or myself but whatever shade so you failed everything at this point, which wouldn't matter to be honest, because you're already incapacitated, so it doesn't matter. Right. Done the first so I would say it's the rest of you that have to decide something to do. Bear and Zofia are out; of, they're out of business. Can I try and fix it then? Yeah. So go ahead and roll a challenging navigation test to see if you can assess how to fix this thing. Oof. Ouch. Okay. Obviously not. I failed. Uh, okay. So you're not entirely sure you're pretty sure at this point it's unsalvageable not without uh, somebody who is maybe a professional boat maker but there's like a whole giant chunk of wood just missing from it and it would take some particularly fancy carpentry tools some bending of the wood itself to get the hull to be in its proper position as well you're better off making a raft uh, of logs and things like that. That would take some time to do. So it's up to you. So would you guys rather make a raft or try and go to the bridge? We can scout out the bridge and see if they're still there. Otherwise, making a raft is a better decision. There's no way with how sickly and hurt everyone is that we can fight all those people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's going to go scout out? I'm the scout, right? Yeah. But who's going to go head to the bridge? Who's staying back and who's going to the bridge? I'll go take a look at the bridge. Okay. Uh, so you start heading back down river, uh, and it takes you about two hours to finally reach the bridge itself, uh, and uh, at least eyesight of the bridge. Uh, when you look from a distance, you can tell that the wagons and such uh, that were uh, set up as some sort of encampment on the north side don't appear to be there anymore. 
you don't see any immediate activity. So there's there's like no tents or anything from nope. okay. No. No. I mean again, you're from a distance, but uh you don't see any obvious signs of wagons, any obvious signs of tents, anything like that. You don't see anyone on the bridge, you don't see any horses lingering about. Appears to not be anything there. Okay, I'll turn around and go tell everybody that all of them have left then. Okay. Again, that was from a distance. How far are we talking? The uh, few hundred yards maybe maybe 100 200 yards at least you want to get a little bit closer and just double check i mean 100 200 yards yeah i mean i can get closer than that i say go up to where at an angle where i can see across the bridge maybe like loop around a little bit okay so i can look over the bridge okay uh so you loop around you look on the south side of the bridge as well still don't see anything over there either uh last you did see of them they were moving stuff across the bridge uh when both, I think it was Bear and Hubert got caught up in that fight when you guys were trying to stealth and scout. You see that they were moving stuff across. Uh, when you start to peek around a little bit further, you do notice that there are the remnants of a camp. Uh, you can see there's uh, like all sorts of piles of, of rubbish and debris. Uh, there's like leftover carcasses of animals that were caught, slaughtered, cooked, and then the bones and stuff just tossed around. Uh, other things like broken pieces of shielding and uh, some split uh, some split wood that might have been used as uh, uh, as maybe a plate or just maybe something to hold up a, a tent. Uh, this definitely looks like the remnants of a camp, but it doesn't appear active anymore. Can I see across the bridge? Yeah, you can see across the bridge, and there's, you don't see anything over. There. Okay, now I'll go back. So you go back. You're back, and it's by the time you get back, it's you know it's nighttime, and. Uh, We'll say after trying to re- fix the boat and then doing some scouting, and uh, you uh, you relay what you saw. I just see remnants of a camp. There's not anything there currently that I could find. Maybe we can go now while it's night. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Going across at night. Okay. You uh you pack everybody up and you start heading back. Uh, when you approach the bridge, there's still no one there. There's also no light. Uh, it's overcast tonight as the snow once again begins to fall and the wind whips around you. It's getting colder uh, again, and you're starting. You can feel the skin on your noses and your cheeks begin to uh, wear away. Uh, but you make it across without any issue, and you can hear the rushing of the water uh, below. You can see the chunks of ice going past uh, uh, immediately by your torchlight or lamplight, whatever you're using to help navigate across. And when you come across, uh, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Can we go like into the forest a little ways to make a camp instead of doing it out in the open? Of course. So you see that Hubert heads out, looks for another place to to make camp for the night, or at least to set up a place to sleep, not necessarily make camp. Uh, and you all once again are completely unimpressed by his ability to find any halfway decent uh, site. Uh, you light up a fire, uh, and it's probably about three hours, Stekis, before you realize that you're on a little bit of a hill. There's no real trees blocking sight. This fire likely could have been seen for miles away. That's good. That's good. Oh. And Lavinia, why don't you go ahead and make another toughness test of challenging for me? Give me that corruption. You don't want it. You can't cast soon. Oh, there we go. All right, take another point of corruption. Morning does come, and you all don't appear to have been assaulted in the night. Uh, when you wake up, the w- the wind is kicked up, but the snow has died down. 
Everyone go ahead and make your second toughness uh, test. Part of the critical fail result from the survivalist is that it means you have to take a second toughness test for just basic peril and wear and tear. Challenging? Just one. Yep. Same as the stretch. This will be the last one. Hey, that's a success. That's a fail. A fail. Uh, seven points of uh, physical peril. So where do you want to head? We have a delivery uh, to make. Yeah, let's turn in those tablets. Okay. So you want to head over towards towards Merlin's? Okay. It's yeah. probably a day's travel uh, as you weave in and out of different farmland. When you do so, you don't see anybody. You don't see any active people on their land. You see uh, farm homes that have been partially destroyed. You can see roofs have been sunken in. Some are still intact. You can see wagons and have been sort of broken down here and there. Horses are are, are missing. When you peek at certain places that you know have have things like goats and sheep uh, and pigs, you don't see anything at all. Um, definitely, everything that you saw at the Hobart farm is spread to uh, some of these other farms as well. You make it to the Retung Woods tree line, and you go into the woods themselves, uh, and you eventually reach Merlin's home. Before we get there, I was going to ask her: Are you going to give her that stone, the the green one that we found? Just three shards. Uh, it's up to you guys, really. I mean, I'm sure she would pay well for these or give us something pretty nice for them. Aren't you trying to earn your keep to learn magic? Isn't this really your only chance? I mean, this is icing on the cake. We already got the tablets. That's what I needed. That's the whole point. Icing on the cake is a good thing. That's true. I'd prefer to just have one because we never know when it could come in handy. We're still have two others that we can do something with yeah uh, Stuckus, do you want to hold these for me and then lavinia will fork them off on Stuckus. okay all three of them yeah okay i guess i'll hold this for you but do remember i did say i didn't want to carry more things i've been dragging this heavy thing this whole time but i'll take them i'll hand them grudgingly. To your, your wonderful hand that's <laughs> flailing behind you <laughs> the helpful hands that aren't quite so grumpy so by the time you make it to Merlin Pfeiffer's home, you all have been traveling for roughly a week and you have been pulling a couple hundred pounds worth of tablets. Uh, you have been carrying Cressida and you have two individuals who at this point can reduce their brawn permanently by 7% uh, and have been incapacitated and exhausted. At this point, I'm going to say everyone else, by the time you get to Pfeiffer's home, ha- are, are basically collapsing. Uh, at her doorstep, uh, and all of you can just go all the way down to the bottoms of your peril thresholds. Uh, you knock on the door, wait around, and eventually Merlin does come out, and she says, Well, ain't this just a, a horrible sight? Look at you all. Oh, look. And then she eyes the tablets that are being dragged up. Oh, well, perhaps you're all not as useless as i thought you were <laughs> come in all with you it's too cold out here for an old woman's bones and so you go inside she fixes you up some some food and such uh she uh yeah and you guys can probably this night you're also exhausted rest we can end our travel i'll say at this point you guys can come up off of your peril threshold incapacitations uh some of you sleeping in in the home itself or some of you sleeping in her cave wherever there's warmth uh, but you all that can come off your peril thresholds so not 
so not Bear and not uh, Zofia, but the rest of you can can go ahead and move back up. Morning comes, eighth day. Zofia wants to be super greedy and try to get some assistance in the evening before bed. From whom? From Merlin. From me. <laughs> I don't know if you can afford me. <laughs> what have you got a shy little girl? Sophia's going to just kind of hold up a finger and be like, hold that thought <laughs> and go over uh, to Lavinia. Like a smelly infection from over here. <laughs> Do you think she'll take that as payment for a shard for you? I don't have that big of a... A home I can hear you from here. Um, so Sophia will go back um, and say, there, there are two of us that uh, need use of your surgical tools. What would you say to a uh, shard of witchstone for your She's got cocks right. You've got witchstone, do you? Hmm. In addition to finding the tablets, we found a little on the way back. So you said that there's two of you, and both of you need some sort of surgery. How much witch stone did you find? Well, I'm offering a shard of witch stone to you for both of our uh, healing. For both. Hmm. I'd ask you to roll a bargain test, which you failed. But right now, everything is. You can pop to that fail. tincture if you want. <laughs> Just stay like, should we take a quick hit and then I'll bargain? No, I actually have, and this doesn't come into play very often because I'm not usually at the front, but I actually have uh, debt ridden. Okay. So I have to flip to fail any <laughs> um, oh, like no. barter bargain kind of thing anyway, and, which is why I don't usually be the person that's trying to make deals. Could I try and bargain or is that too much? Right no, on? you're all, all of you, I would say, dragging everything that you've dragged and moving as far as you've moved. I would say all of you at this point have just reached your, reached your limit for the night. Um, she'll look at you with a grin on her face and she'll, for one shot of which don't, I'll gladly fix you up. From what I can tell, you've got a bit of an infection as well. It's going to take some time to heal you. Not sure if we can get to the big man, or maybe I can just do the big man instead. I do need him big and strong to fix me curtains and such. You should probably do him first. Okay. I was just kidding, but okay. All right. So yeah, she'll uh she'll take a shard of witchstone uh to to attempt some heals on uh on old Both of us? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh okay, so let's see. He is grievous, so this will be challenging. <laughs> Fails on the ability no. to bloodlet the infection away. Uh can we use a thing? Sure. I'll let you use one. So we're using a fortune point to let her re-roll it. And she's fine there. So she does clear up his infection. It's a crit success. Does clear up his infection finally. Uh, let me see if there's any sort of benefit to a crit success on an infection, on a bloodletting. A critical success causes your infection to go away and you move one step up the damage condition track positively. So he is Yay. now seriously. Okay. And then you want her to heal him as well. But he actually, he doesn't have his, so his tumor rot would have gone away at this point. His infection is now cleared up. So he was able to move up the damage condition track, but he still has, he still has his injury. He still has his grievous injury. Hmm. He's got one injury routine uh, to do the surgery. Okay. So she'll attempt a routine test 
to try to clear up at that. That is going to be good enough, just barely. Then, so he is now, so so basically he's currently seriously wounded and he has got his successful surgery well after his his BB time. So let me roll his recovery. His recuperation time is 3D10 plus three days. Uh, so the 19 days. And that takes a while. Between surgery and bloodletting, she's tapped out for the evening. And we'll go to the morning where she'll go ahead and do the same stuff for you. So you need an infection cleared. Uh, what level? Actually, no, it doesn't matter what level for you. You're um, you're seriously wounded, Sophia. Uh, that is good. Uh, so she's good. So you're no longer infected. Infection's cleared. And then you need to be. You you just needed to have your. He, you already had your head wound treated. Actually, I think I think uh, Lavinia was able to treat it. It's because it was a surgery that was the problem. And I think as of this morning, I don't have a concussion anymore. I think we we had enough days of trouble. Okay. I'll trust you. All right, so uh, as morning comes, she takes her payments uh, for that. Uh, she starts greedily looking over the various stone tablets, Lavinia, uh, and she is very impressed and very kind toward you. Uh, and at a certain point after everyone's kind of been lingering around, she says, a deal's a deal, I suppose. And uh, she'll pull out a book that you've seen before. She'll start flipping through it. What, what kind of lesson shall I give you? Hmm. Let's see. I suppose it's uh, considering the state of the outskirts of Adam and what's going to befall. Those buffoons in the wall, something offensive, perhaps defensive? What would you care to, uh, what would you like, Livinia? Offensive. Offensive, yes. The best defense is a good offense. <laughs> uh, okay, so she'll the two of you will spend the day messing around with a new spell. Uh, so it's going to take a couple hours, obviously. What are the rest of you looking to do? Uh, anything in particular? Maybe just ask her if she's seen any movement of the marauders or anything like that. Uh, and she has, she says that they have uh, effectively taken over as far as she understands uh, anything outside of the Vertum walls itself. She hasn't had a customer in weeks. Uh, no one's come to visit. No one's come to see her since the last time you were here. Uh, so that's not a good sign. Uh, she went poking around outside of the woods for a bit. Uh, none of her neighbors appear to be around either, uh, but she didn't really extend much further beyond that. But she hasn't seen hide nor hair of anyone in at least two weeks. Eek. Is there any significance that she's aware of, of kind of their use of animals? And, you know, I'll share that we, you know, kind of saw, you know, wolf body carcasses hanging from trees. And uh, she doesn't know anything about the wolves or anything like that. Wolves falling, hanging from trees. No, no. no. But there are, you know, there's certain, certain spells and rituals that perhaps someone might have been. Might have been doing, but no, nothing in particular. Uh, how long was Chrissy's paralysis? Uh, I think she's still got a little time left on it, but it's not that much longer. I'd have to go back, but I know it was longer than the concussion. I'll just speak with her and see what her plans are. Well, it's kind of up to you, sweetheart. Are you going to bring me back to that filthy, awful place and hand me over so that they can do what this lot wanted to do and blame me for all their mistakes and problems and such. 
because I feel if that's the case, I don't have much say in the matter, do I? I'm not going to turn you in for anything. I just, there's no really good place for you to stay. Well, I'm starting to feel a bit better. getting some feeling back in me, uh, in my leg, my, some tingling. Maybe this uh, witch lady might be able to accelerate my healing. And if that's the case, then I've lived in worse places before. I can rough it out in the woods. Maybe uh, from what she was saying, I could scavenge some stuff from the different uh, different homes and I can be on my way. I've got I've got a calling to to meet, you know. I've got I've got things to do. True, true. But uh, you're not going to let the one with the thing on his back uh, do anything to me, are you? Oh, no, you should be fine. You know, you could come with me. You've shown yourself to be a kind and capable and open-minded man. I know that you probably don't believe in what I'm saying, but the end is coming, dear. If uh, the arrival of these, whatever they are, in your countryside is any indication, it's it's coming. Like, I think that's a sign, is it not? So you might as well be on a, a, a pilgrimage of great uh, importance than just here getting slaughtered by whatever's out there. I like your offer, but I have something I have to do. Are they even going to let you in looking like that? Oh, uh, we could see about that. There are other ways. Maybe, but I don't think you're going to be able to be going into that, that box elder place or anything. No one's going to serve you a drink. They're probably going to thank you. One of these folks coming down, killing all their they're farmers and whatnot. And don't forget, mate, they just killed all the farmers. What kind of food do you think there's going to be? People are going to be going crazy in there. It's not a place you want to go to. Not a place. This whole place is pretty crazy. Just got to ride, ride the wind out, maybe. Yeah, but I'm going to be sticking with these guys for a bit. Yeah, if you say so. I don't, I didn't want to, I don't want to speak bad of your, your compatriots here, but. I don't trust the look of that one. And she nods in the direction of Stekus. He's got a bad way about him. I think he's going to get you in trouble. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just be careful. Don't just watch his back. Watch your own. I don't know much we've just met, but he seems capable. Capable is not what I said. He's dangerous. And he's going to get you in trouble. I guarantee it. I already get myself into trouble, so. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sophia's going to ask Lavinia if there is actually any truth to the fact that, um, you know, kind of given these. Lavinia is totally not talking to anybody right now. Yeah, she's, she's studying magic, so you can't interrupt her. <laughs> yeah. So Sophia's going to try to come up and talk, and you're just going to. Yeah, like, I'm going to absolutely ignore you because that'll start my whole process <laughs> all over. Yeah. It only takes an hour. It's a petty spell she's she's teaching you. So. Yeah. I can look menacing at you for trying to interrupt. <laughs> Then Sophia will go Stekis and ask Stekis. Just, just sitting behind <laughs> me, like, no. Um, is there any truth to the fact that they may not let the group in with these manifestations that have now happened to you, Stekis? Do, do you think that they're going to even care with all this stuff going on? I mean, the majority of them were prisoners, not allowed in the town to begin with. From what I understand, the rules have changed. But not changed in the benefit of being more open and accepting of people, it would seem. I imagine if you can provide something of worth, of skill, I'm sure you'll be fine. I mean, I don't have like a twin coming out my back, so I think I want to be fine. I'm just weaker than I was before, but 
he's got feathers and you've got a twin on your back. And I don't know that these people really seem to be uh, open to such things. I'm not concerned about going into town. I'm concerned about finding the child that I came to find, which we still have not done. My patience is wearing very thin. I'm just looking at my fancy Morgan Stern. Like I want to cut something with it. Well, it's a mace, so that would be hard. Uh, yeah, I'm going to cut it real good. Oh god! So I'm curious, Ed, like you, you talk about him being impatient and having like this single-minded goal, but like you've had opportunities to do other things. You still went with them to the witch's home when you didn't have to, and you could have searched more and stuff like that. So you didn't do those things either. So like, is Stekas doing anything else in this time, or is he literally just sitting around doing nothing? Because it's oh, I'm seeing a disconnect He's, between what you're saying yeah. and what you're doing. He's he's thinking about the fact that he has this witch stone that's technically not his and is going to wait until uh, the witch is alone later and talk to her. Okay. Okay. So whenever that happens, I can talk to her alone somewhere. All right. So, I mean, the day is going to pass because she needs a, because Lavinia needs a full day to basically practice this. And then the next day will come. And so sometime in the morning, you can probably grab her or sometime before she goes to bed. That's fine. Lavinia, you can go ahead and make your incantation test if you want to see if your um, your research is successful. It's petty. Uh, so this is routine. Uh, do you want me to roll? Because I'm firstborn. So when learning new magic, I always uh, succeed at my incantation oh, test. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're fine. Uh, for to, to finalize research and stuff, right? That's what that's for. Yeah, which okay. it, it just says I immediately pass. You'll probably want to mark off like two silver for reagents and such. Uh, okay. But yeah, you can get that. The So the spell she teaches you uh, is Crown of Thorns, Elementalist, Petty. Take a look. It's around page 305. If you around there somewhere, you can kind of look it up. Uh, but Stekis, you, you pull you pull her aside. You pull the witch Merlin aside. What is it you're looking to talk to her about? Do you have the ability with your magics to find someone? Not. Like okay, I mean, I'll, I don't use magic for that. I uh, use my eyes and my wits. Is there something you can do to help me find someone? If I were to give you more witch stone, you want me? Like, are you you're asking if I can find them with some kind of enchantment or something? Yes, that is exactly what I'm asking. I'm sorry, but no, uh, it's not something that is in within my power. Is it within someone's power? I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, it's a very odd question. I'm sure someone somewhere might be able to do something, but I am, as far as I know, the foremost expert in magic in this area that's probably willing to talk to you. And no, I can't do it. I can't speak for others. Do you have any magic that would make it less foolish to go into? one of their camps or to try and find him some kind of disguising magic or something. She just sort of shrugs like, not, not really my avenue of expertise. I'm afraid my interests in the arcane law elsewhere. There are certain, certain things that you could potentially do to a person's visage, but making it like them is not, not quite what, the magics I'm aware of can do. It's more about 
perfection of the face, and it's very dangerous magic to play with. Now, I'm sorry, yeah, but on the bright side, you already kind of look like one of them. You have a mutation growing out of your back. Most of them have mutations of some kind. You look savage and angry. They look savage and angry, so. Is that as simple as it is? Is it I just look like them and I don't act like know. them? You're you're asking the wrong person. I have no interest in going into their camp. If you want to go into the camp, that's your life to risk. Then uh this evening I'm gonna go out and look around and see if I can find somebody. Okay. Uh you're gonna go out at night? Yep. Okay, by yourself? Yep. Okay. So go ahead and roll your awareness test. Uh, you can roll this uh, because you're going out at night by yourself. Roll it challenging to see if you can kind of wander a bit. Ooh, that's a fail. Okay. Uh, you spend much of the night looking around and you find, just like Merlin said, no evidence of anybody. You uh, head over back to that Hobart farm where you fought the fought that fell knight and the other marauders. You can see no signs of anybody. Uh, you see the you're not sure if anyone's come here since or not. It's hard to tell, but uh, no signs of anybody. Uh, how far do you want to travel? Uh, I don't want to go without it being able to make it back and get some rest. Okay. So this would probably be the extent of how far you yeah. can go and get back with and still get like a night's rest to reset peril and all that kind of stuff. Uh, okay. So at this point, everyone who's needed surgery and bloodletting and all that stuff has gotten their surgery and bloodletting. Uh, Lavinia has learned her spell. Uh, what do you all want to do? What's the plan? Uh, that's a good question. So we can assume that the Marauders continue towards Verdum. So if we follow them towards Verdum, we're going to have them kind of like pinched between us. I don't know if we'll be able to get easily into Verdum if it's being sieged. And I would say, by the way, uh, Lavinia, I'm not sure if, if Lavinia and Sophia have a conversation at any point, and Sophia, you convey what Steck has said. Lavinia, yeah. you would you yeah. would probably know that that is a hundred percent wrong, and that if people with obvious mutations, like a second individual hanging out of the person's back or a coat of feathers, come to the door, the gates, they're going. I mean, that's signs of chaotic manipulation and mutation. Like that's not that's not going to be accepted well. That's 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 yeah. signs of something far worse, far more malignant and terrible. So you would have to really hide them uh, and hope that no one sees to get them inside the gates. If you can even get in the gates, because as you said, who knows, they might be being besieged. You really have you've only really since you guys made a beeline for Merlin's, you've only explored like some of the eastern bits of the outskirts. So some of the farmland, some of the woods, there's still a whole other swath of stuff to look for as well. There's still the road to go to. There's still the Sunbearer Abbey to go to. There's still uh, the west side of the lake. Uh, there's still things like that. Um, I think it's time to head out and start looking for where these marauders have gone. At least, yeah. At least head to like the west side of the lake. Wherever the marauders went next. So if they followed the road, then we would follow the road. Okay. So you leave Merlin's. You head through the farms themselves. Uh, the southern farms that are closer to Verdum, you see much the same results here as you've seen elsewhere. Signs of them having been ransacked, destroyed, walls caved in, ceilings fallen, um, wagons destroyed, barns burnt down, horses, goats, chickens, all that kind of stuff missing, taken, some slaughtered on site. You see the signs of bodies, of fighting. All of it definitely shows signs of a raiding party that's continuing to move southward. When you head to the road, 
you look when you finally make it there a couple hours uh, travel from from Merlin's, you look off to the west to the northwest where the Sunbearer Abbey would be, and you see that there are watchtowers that are missing uh, that were clearly visible from a distance, but you don't see them at all. Uh, they were built to kind of tower over the trees and look for you know at various intervals, uh, but you can see that they're just missing from the horizon. Um, where do you how far go? of a how far of a track would it be for us to get there? Zofia might want to check in on. It's up to you. You know, folks that were known at the Abbey. Uh, you could you could certainly go there if you want. Yeah, I I would want to go take a look over there and just see the extent of the damage. We came in on a ship with some you know with a family that went there, um, and I'd like to take a peek and see if there's any survivors. Okay, uh, so you start moving northwesternly to take a peek. Uh, and when you get uh, fairly close, uh, you can see the sort of the rubble of a watchtower on the ground a few hundred yards out. Uh, it, they were made of wood, and so they're all been kind of ripped down and fallen. Uh, you can see the signs of tr- scarring on trees as well, uh, signs of fire. Uh, when you approach any more closely, you start to see movement from a great distance uh, on the abbey somewhere itself. Uh, why don't you all roll some stealth tests? Got a 50. It's okay. 75. 76. There are three more fortune points if anybody wants to use them. Sophia got a six, so I'm good. Okay. Anybody else using fortune points? Nope. Okay. So as you get a little bit close, and did you, where's Cressida, by the way? Did you leave her at Lavinia's? No, not Lavinia's, excuse me. Did you leave her at Merlin's? Yeah, I want to drop her off. Just let her do her own thing. Okay. Uh, so you left her at Merlin's. Interesting. So you... Uh, you uh, did we leave her at Merlin's? Or maybe I could have put her up at my house. That's a... But is that good for her to be here by herself? That's awful. Never mind. It's like a whole different direction, too. You'd be heading yeah, back. Yeah, never now. mind. Okay. Uh, all right. So when you get kind of close to the grounds itself, go and inspect the tower. Uh, you can see that there are bodies underneath some of the rubble. Uh, that weren't able to get out in time. Uh, You can see from this distance that not only are there figures moving about on the grounds of the abbey, uh, but there are these very large wagons that you saw when you were uh, near the crossing of the Tershvela about two plus weeks ago uh, when all of you had snuck up and you saw this very large wagon being driven by a very strange looking creature with like weird legs and they drove across and then the marauders chased uh, a few of you away. You can see that they seem to have taken over the abbey. Uh, You can see that the eastern shrine uh, has been destroyed as well. Uh, Looks like other watchtowers as well. And you're keeping to the trees, you're keeping to the rubble, but from what you can tell, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of marauders. There are knights that are on horseback. There are wagons that are being driven by folks. Uh, I mean, they're not actively being driven right now, but they're on on site. It seems like they're using this as their own. Like, this is where they've moved their camp. Yeah, there's way too many of them. I think our best bet is somehow warn Verdum of this incoming onslaught. Yeah, I wish we had been able to find some bit of a resistance somewhere. You know, and everywhere we've gone, we've just seen death and destruction, and there hasn't been anyone out and about. And we are not enough. When you say knights, you mean like wearing the kind of armor? Correct. 
one guy that we saw. Mm-hmm. And there's multiple uh, like that. Not, not that many. Uh, most of them look to be the ramshackle marauders that you've fought multiple times at this point. And it just looks like the combative folk. It doesn't look like normal, non-armored people. Uh, you can go ahead and... No, don't even bother. No, they all look they all look like fighters. Uh, the Abbey is quite large, so it's it's, uh, it's quite a big place with several buildings, shrines, etc. Uh, you can't see them all from the tree line hidden away at this distance. So you're fortunate I rolled a 99 in my awareness test. So I saw that. I crit failed my awareness, so you're able to see all this uh, without any uh, any real issue. But between where you're at and where a lot of the forces are spread out, it's a lot of open ground. You remember going on this road at some point. Uh, so it's uh, it would be fairly dangerous to just like saunter out into the middle of the open. But from this from this distance, that's what you see. Is there any cover for us to make kind of a perimeter around? Um, sure. Or, you know, okay. You can, there's a, there's sort of a, a scattered tree line that you can keep to. It's not a heavy forest or anything, but like there's scattered trees here and there. Uh, and as you, you, you circle around, uh, you can see that two watchtowers towards the northern parts uh, of the uh, of the camp of the camp have been taken out as well. Uh, they've been torn down. Um, you can see that some of the homes have been collapsed and set on fire. Others seem to be uh, seem to be intact. Uh, when you get over to the western northwestern side of the encampment by the cliff, uh, when you look southward. Uh, you can see that the western shrine still that overlooks the uh, the sea looks to still be intact. And again, you're you're looking from like a couple hundred yards away, so like you can only get so much, right? Yeah, from a safe distance. Sure. And so you're looking at at least a hundred uh, in terms of the force number, if not more. Uh, and you can see that there are several uh, armored wagons, and there look to be more than just the ragged uh, fighters, but there look to be some some folks that are uh, well armored. Uh, you can also see that in some of the pens where uh, Reinhold Goth, the guy that you guys led to his death uh, many, 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 many episodes ago, oh, where he, yeah. the rustler who used to keep track of like the cows and the pigs and stuff that were brought by Carl Stuber, uh, you can see they're being gnawed at and chewed on by creatures that uh, look vaguely uh, vaguely canine, uh, lupine, but uh, look mutated in some fashion. Are we seeing any humans, like people trying to run? They are humans. Any... Like the marauders and stuff that you've seen, are, they're humans. They're just mutated. Okay, so are we seeing affected by corruption? Abbey residents that are trying to flee or anything like that? Uh, you do see some pockets of like prisoners that are being harassed, um, Every now and then, you can see somebody dragged outside of a home, but you can't make out who they are from this distance now. Uh, Lavinia would make it known that she's ready to leave and they should head to Ferdum. <laughs> yeah, essentially, right. Zofia's goal was just to see if there, you know, happened to be like a group that was trying to like make a make an exit that you know we could kind of herd and protect with us or something. But there's way too much for us to take over. You get the sense that the fighting here was. Not recent. It was several days ago, uh, and that this is just their encampment now. This is where they. This is where they've they've established their next forward location. There, that there's signs of fire and debris, but there's no smoke, meaning it's likely things have have settled for some time. Understood. Okay. 
Well, at least we have some information that we can share with someone back at Verdum. Onward. Code, are you good? I'm just thinking. For now, yeah. I'm good. Okay. An army has appeared, and we are vastly outnumbered and out everything. See, the, it's winter. Because there tunnels that underground Verdum? Is there any way in from those? Uh, why don't they you... They were the governor's nest, weren't they? Uh, there They're are a couple things. There. There's sewers that were being built in Verdum. Uh, so, I'll, Hubert, if you want, I'll let you roll more like a... F- uh, I guess a folklore makes little sense, but... It's a stretch, but folklore would be like the best. Yeah, I mean, folklore is the only one that really makes sense. It's like monsters of that. So it's really just me trying to assess how much you would know about the sewers and things like that, um, given your time. Uh, roll it at, at easy. Crit success. You would know that the sewers, anyway. they've been working on sewers for at least a year and a half, uh, and there's been a lot of setbacks in the digging of them, partly because they've discovered from what you've learned uh, the ruins of other cities below Burdum. Uh, and it, it likely, after you explore the one uh, site for the Umbat Nor near Lavinia's home, probably dawns on you at this point that you've seen something similar. And underneath Verdum, there were similar kind of apartment style complexes and like little caves and patterns and tunnels. Uh, and that during the digging of them, uh, there's there were a lot of strange moments where people were trying to hide it and so certain officials would come down and like certain uh, certain times you might have had to go down and like speak with people and say, don't say a word of this to anybody, that kind of thing. Because there's always been this attempt to like hush hush this idea of like, no, no, we we're the first. There's no one before us. Um, you also know that the sewers themselves, there's a, a connection. There's like an outlet uh, that they were building that was supposed to like funnel into the ocean uh, on the uh, the northeastern cliff, but there also was another one, uh, another connective route to get to some fresh water that came out towards like this little uh, cliff face that overlooks the lake on the, uh, the northwestern side of where Verdum sits on the plateau. Okay, I'll relay over that it's possible underground sewers that we can access, and the best option might be one by the lake. That would be a safer way for us to travel. Uh, so yeah, we'll circumvent this encampment and try to make our way to Verdum inside. Get inside. All right. So you head back uh, over towards the lake. Uh, you pass by the Pearson Farm uh, because they they're the closest farm to the lake, and you head around the shore, and you can see that there is cliff face uh, that you would have to climb, but you know that up there there is a cave opening uh, that you could crawl through and probably get underneath the town and and make your way inside probably not 100% familiar with the layout of this kind of stuff and you've been fired for a while so you don't even know necessarily how much progress they've made but you could probably work something out uh, so all of you can go ahead and roll uh, athletics tests to climb up that cliff uh, you can roll this at routine pass 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 so let me roll for old bear he also failed. Oh. Uh, so we'll say Lavinia and Bear, you can take some physical peril as you fall a couple times and have to get help up. But eventually you do get up to that cliffside face and you find Hubert a an outlet pipe uh, that you can climb into. It's foul smelling. The stench in here is ridiculous. As you start walking through it, you're walking through some elements of sewage you can see that there are un- incomplete pipes that are trying to 
come up from below, like in the in the lake itself and through these, but they're not working quite right. They're dripping here and there. Uh, why don't all of you go ahead and roll toughness tests at uh, at routine to withstand the 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 stench and the filth? Success. Solid. I pass. Oh, that could have failed. All right, Hubert, you begin retching uh, like at a certain point. Take 15 points oh. of physical peril. As Sophia you're, also failed. As you're leading the way, uh, you turn around at one point and you see what looks to be the decayed remains of an old person. Uh, someone's down here. And uh, although it doesn't really sicken you or anything like that, uh, you just begin retching like crazy at the smell of it. Uh just give me a moment. This mixture of fecal matter and death is just getting to me. And go ahead and take a point of corruption, Zofia. Uh, and then eventually you find a, a ladder that uh, you can climb up. And when you poke your head out from underneath some kind of grate, you realize that you are on the northwest side of Verdum. Evening times, the sun's kind of going down in the west, but not fully down. And this is by kind of a wash washing area. A lot of people take their clothes and laundry to come wash uh, as there's easy access to like well water and stuff that uh, that connects down to the lake. You uh, you look around, you see some people on the road here and there, but no one immediately next to you. Stekus needs to roll some toughness test. He does. He actually has to roll one. Was it one or two? Uh, he had one for today. He's only had it for 24 hours, so hasn't he? Okay. Actually, no, you're right, because he did go off on his own the one night. So, yeah, roll two toughness tests at challenging their stekus. So, fail for number one, fail for number two. Two points corruption. So, you look out, and you can see that there's no one in really close proximity, uh, but there are a few people that are maybe 20, 30 yards away, closest people you can see that are just going about their business, moving about to different parts of the city. Um, but you guys want to know. Uh, this is a spot where people wash laundry. Can I see if there's any like clothing that got lost around here that I can snatch up? Uh, sure. We'll say there's some clotheslines and things that are up. On uh, there's some like what sh- you're thinking sheets and stuff uh, that are being hung over here. I'll try and grab some to cover up a bit. Okay. Uh, take two points of corruption for stealing people's stuff, and uh, so take three since it's your thing. <laughs> well worth it. And you wrap a bed sheet around you. That's totally not going to be noticeable at all. And uh, yeah, no problem. You can see that. If he was going to look at Stekus and try to stick like a backpack. <laughs> yeah, how, how or, difficult like is it going to be to hide? Stekus is, is easier to hide than, than Hubert because Stekus can still just put a coat and a backpack on. And he already had a hunchback. So this is really just, you, you're, Stekus is, can probably hide it. So if he ever takes his shirt off in front of anybody, that would be terrible. Uh, or if he ever, if it ever starts to writhe or something like that. So if you ever cr- like crit fail a social test or something like that, that's what's going to happen. Uh, so, uh, but you can probably make do seconds. But yeah, Hubert's n- much more difficult because he's just covered in feathers. Sophia's going to take a second, um, you know, sort of like people that have been like, away from their like homeland for a while and they just take a second to just kind of feel like the ground and appreciate where they are. Yeah, you guys have been um, gone for almost three weeks, I would say. And just the fact of like being behind a wall, um, there's a reduction in kind of that constant anxiety that's been there over all of the travel and everything lately. So you pop out, steal a sheet, 
you uh, look around, you see the sun going off in the west over the sea. Uh, we'll go ahead and pick up on that next episode, I think. What actually goes down now? Since you're back at Oof. Murder. Yay. Oof. Hey. <laughs>